Hi, welcome back to our daily devotional podcast. We are still on the series Seeking After God, and this is day four, or you could say episode four. We are looking at the theme from the Bible book of Jeremiah chapter 23 verse 13 and 14 where God promises us by saying and ye shall seek me and find me when ye shall search for me with all your hearts and I will be found of you saith the Lord that's Jeremiah chapter 29 verse 13 and verse 14 I want to start off by saying that those who make God's word their counselor realize the weakness of the human heart and the power of the grace of God to subdue every unsanctified and unholy unholy impulse. I believe that when we spend time with the word as I am experiencing, our hearts become ever prayerful and we have the guardianship of the Holy Spirit. And so, my friend, we must be better acquainted with our Bibles if we truly want to seek after God. We might close the door to many temptations, uh, a writer says, if we would commit to memory passages of Scripture. Let us hedge up the way to Satan's temptation with it is written for that was how our Savior Jesus overcame when we meet with conflicts to test our faith and our courage we can realize that by God with the Word of God by our side this conflict will make us stronger we must believe nevertheless we must grasp the promises of God without a doubt and if there's a doubt in your heart you can ask God to help your unbelief but you see much more than this we must learn to pray you cannot seek God without a strong and a revamped prayer life how good is your prayer life in all of the 24 hours that is given to us each day how much of it do you spend talking with your father i mean in the 24 hours you have need you need money you need food you need health you need love you need care you need forgiveness but how much of that 24 hours do you spend talking to god about those needs at least with that one first Think of the hours we spend worrying and complaining and quarreling and thinking. If we could but convert those minutes, those hours to prayers, how much more effective and fulfilling would our life be, friends? See, we have available to us through Christ all the wonders the excellencies and satisfaction that we can fathom. God has granted us grace upon grace, mercy upon mercy, affection upon affection, and love upon love. But if we don't ask, we can never receive it. It's not enough to know the scriptures if you don't pray 
and claim the promises therein. The fact that God listens to his children, listens to us as his children, it changes the trajectory, it changes the landscape of prayer from empty phrases altered into the abyss to direct communication with the creator and sustainer of all. It, it's no, it, your, your prayer life is revamped. It, it's no longer just mere uttering of God. Uh, in Jesus' name, our Father in heaven, uh, as our faces are different, so our heart desires, or oh God, our Father, Lord in heaven, Father God, you know, those kind of systematic prayers that our systematic religion has groomed us into, or vain repetition, wherever you're coming from. Friends, when you pray with understanding, when you pray according to the word of God, things happen. And notice that if you don't ask, you cannot receive. When you pray, you are heard by your heavenly father. And it's because he listens to us that prayer is one of the most wonderful and powerful avenues to pursue God. The devil trembles when we pray. Nothing scares him more than a praying news, friends. The Bible encourages us in Matthew chapter 6, verse 7 and 8. And when you pray, do not heap up empty phrases as the Gentiles do. Some people, they just, they can pray for hours, but they're just repeating, repeating, repeating words. Everybody say, heal me God, heal me God, heal me God. And they just present God like some wicked tyrant. They say, don't pray like the Gentiles. They think that they will be heard for their many words. When you ask some people to pray in the church like this, people want to sleep because the prayer is just too long. They are preaching to God in the prayer. They are telling stories in the prayer. Friends, God does not need the multitude of your words. The Bible says, do not be like them. For your father knows just what you need before you ask him. Don't tell God, God, well, yesterday I entered the, the tricycle or a very and then um, this one happened, that one happened. God saw all of those things telling me if it's healing you want. God, I had an accident yesterday. Please heal me. Give me. I want that by so and so this part of my body is made whole. He already knows what you want, so be specific with him. Don't paint that God, you know, we struggle with different things as human beings. No, say God, I lied today. Forgive me. You know you struggle with loss. God, that lady tempted me today and I fell for her loss. Please forgive me. Give me victory over it. That's how your prayer life should be. For your word says and you repeat his word back to him. Jesus invites us to pray according to his word. In John 15 verse 5, he say, in verse 7, he says, if you abide in me and my word abide in you, ask whatever you wish, wish, and it will be done for you. So you see Jesus' promise that if his words are abiding in us, when we ask whatever we wish, it will be done for us. You can maybe you have tried praying and you never received the answers that you wanted, and so you stopped. I want you to know that God will not give you what he knows is less than his best. If you trust God and you spend time talking with him, he will show you great and hidden things, even those you do not yet know that you need. 
those who seek God, this is what I believe, this is what I'm experiencing, this is what is the experience of all those who trust God, those who seek God in secret, not those who go out and they are shouting and everybody knows that they are doing a ninth vigil or they are praying, no, 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 those who seek God in secret, telling the Lord their needs and pleading for help, will not plead in vain, I tell you, God, your heavenly Father, which sees in secret himself, shall reward you openly, the Bible says. As we make Christ our daily companion, we will feel that the powers of the unseen world are all around us. We'll see how by beholding we become changed. Our character is softened, is refined, is ennobled for the heavenly kingdom. The sure reward result, friends, and the reward of our intercourse and, and daily fellowship, constant fellowship with our Lord will be to increase our piety, purity, and favor. There will be a growing intelligence in prayer. We receive divine education and is illustrated in a life of diligence and zeal. Let me end today's episode for want of time by by giving you a, a, a poem from it's more of a prayer by Ian e. Bounds and I want you to make it your prayer today and and always as often as you can it says the men who have done the most for God in this world have been early on their knees so you can say God make me to be early on my knees he says, he who fritters away the early morning, its opportunity and freshness in other pursuits than seeking God will make a poor headway seeking him the rest of the day. Do you get that? He says, if you fail in seeking God in the early hours of the morning, you will not succeed during the rest of the day. If God is not first in our thoughts, the author says, Bound says, if God is not first in our thoughts and efforts in the morning, he will be in the last place the remainder of the day. Friend, this should be a prayer point to you. God help me to make you the first and the best effort of my morning so that the remainder of my day will be characterized by your own quenching and never failing love and presence. May the Lord answer your prayer in Jesus' name.